All right, then, gentlemen, are we ready? Flip. Ready. Ready. Welcome to another episode of Geek Vandology. I am your friendly neighborhood Neil Cordray, joined this week by a spectacular Mike, the superior Ben Reader, and Amazing Fantasy presents Wookie. <laughs> the adjectiveless Wookie. Yes, the adjectiveless Wookie. He doesn't get an adjective. Um, so, I think we. I think one of these days we need to do an episode that shows or that record that's every Wookie in, uh, intro ever. Yeah. <laughs> Wookie. Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-Wookie-
first, there's two things that most people have been, been mentioning about. Good old crow is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> one was Aunt May being too young, and two was uh, was uh, Flash not being not being, uh, not being a dumb jock. And now I've got two. I've got two problems with that. Um, with those problems, one. In the comics, they show Aunt May as being practically ancient. Like, yeah, you know, right. like, you know, back when Moses and I went to high school, you know, yeah. Old Testament ancient. But Peter's parent, she's his aunt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So did Ben Parker, you know, did she... Let's not go too far down that rabbit hole because we're not going to like what we find. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but yes, unless it's a great aunt, I agree, that makes no sense. Also, yeah. have you... Also, um, they don't ever read the... the, uh, the uh, comic event trouble. Okay, um, it's so about Spider Man. Yeah, they, sort they of. It's about Aunt May. Yeah, they, they make her old enough to be his grandmother. Right. Yeah, wherein she's his. She's really aunt. supposed to be. Yeah, she's supposed to be old at the same age as his mother. In, in the comics, <clears throat> she has been getting progressively younger to where it makes more sense. And even right. Peter made, keeps getting older. His aunt keeps getting younger. <laughs> well, now they now they push him back to. You know, yeah, yeah, he's fifteen. I mean, the act the actor is twenty one, eighteen. Well, he's 19. He's he 19 just he turned filmed. 18 when filming the movie. Uh, okay, well, I just read that he was 19 when he was doing Civil War, and he just turned, and he's 21 now. Sorry for the air conditioning buzz, by the way. It's too hot uh, outside for me to not run it, everybody. Either way. But, but, uh, but Peter is 15, and right. he right. looks the part perfectly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 is... and Marissa's in her 50s. Right. Um, it works. So it works. Yeah. Way, that, that works. You know, and... I like that they, you know, they make it kind of a thing, um, you know, and I like that they, you know, slight spoiler. Your aunt is really hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well they, they, there's, there's two places where it's like, you know, uh, sticky rice. Oh, we didn't order the sticky rice. It's on the house. I think he learned you too. Sticky rice pudding. But then Flash. Okay, here's the thing that I think the people who are complaining about, oh, Flash is always supposed to be, you know, a jock. It's like that. Look at the school Peter goes to. Yeah. yeah. There's okay. no freaking football team there. Well, there probably is, but they lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but I, I mean, did we even see a, a football field? Uh, no, there was a, a track. It's a science academy. Yeah, it was a science track. academy. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have physical activity. They're not gonna have an actual <laughs> sports team. Yeah. Well, then, no, they might have like a fencing team. Yeah, yeah, yeah or something. But but yeah, you're not gonna have a big dumb jock going there and they portray Flash Thompson as the right kind of bully he's right. a modern bully because yeah. the typical bully nowadays is not mm-hmm. the dumb jock is actually more likely to get bullied now than when we were growing up for lack yeah. of a better term it's the, he, he is like an avatar of cyber bullying yeah I mean, he does well, it in person well, he's, but he does it in, it's about verbal stuff and about like chipping away at him emotionally it's not about like throwing him against the locker and go give me your lunch money creep yeah which yeah. by the way is a better choice because he's friggin Spider-Man yeah he did, he's not a physical threat to him yeah, to and Peter that, and, that, and so, bring, yeah. that bring up something that uh, in spoiler territory that Wookie and I were talking about uh, on the we'll way get here. to that then yeah yeah but he is the right kind of bully because he is rich, mm-hmm. you know. And he's he, popular. He has, he's a, you know, and people. He has a superiority complex, right? And, and people, an undeserved one. And people bitch about him. Oh, he's a fucking DJ. Well, yeah, and you know what? He's a bard of his time. The this party scene is a, is an excellent example of that. Yeah. Which also is spoiler Yeah. Theater, yeah. There's yeah. a party scene. Well, there's Which a party scene. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, and and <laughs> they're. 
but I, those two things, I look at it and I go, no, these make perfect sense mm-hmm. because they had to portray Peter as smart as fuck. I had no problem with either of those. Yeah, yeah. and and, and yeah. the thing is, is that a kid in the seventies, he would still have been because I went to school in the seventies, in the eighties. You know, he would have still been the dumb jock. Yeah, he was still yeah. well, a kid and a kid of Parker's of Peter's intelligence would still have been in normal school. They did not have yeah. the, the type of magnet schools yeah. then that we do now. I do think it's worth pointing out when we're talking about Flash Thompson here, he is still kind of portrayed as the quote-unquote dumb one because he's the dumbest of the smart kids. Yes, so he like, really is. He's well, this, is a, this is another thing that's not really a spoiler. There is a academic club that he is part of, but he's just kind of there he's going, a going bench through warmer. the... He just, yeah, yeah, he's just going he's through the motions. He's an alternate. Yeah, he's not very good. i my glasses right, please. He's just kind of there, right there right. taking up space. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you know. And, they and do kind of make that distinction. So I, ha- I saw the same complaints, and then there was one other that I saw that somebody else was bitching that um, they hated that uh, Tony gave him the suit. And no, yeah. It's like he still, and this is yeah. something that I always had a problem with reading the comics growing up, was that he had such a detailed suit when he was right. such a poor kid. Yeah, right. The right. suit he had before, I mean, we saw it um, briefly in Civil War, <laughs> and then in more detail in the actual movie. The suit that he had before the upgraded suit in yeah. Civil War is still his original suit, just without the enhanced detail. It's right. still the red and the blue and still has the proper Yeah, eyes. Tony didn't design the look. And yeah. He didn't, and also... He just refined it. It also shows that Peter, Peter did still, still develop his web fluid and everything. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not supposed to be Tony's suit. Yeah. Tony I did just, it's it. still It still went by the proper formula of Peter's history. It's like still pimp, made pimp, my suit. Suit, pimp My Suit starring yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony Stark. I mean, it's like yeah. Andrew yeah. Garfield, <laughs> the screen printing of his own suit. Where do you get the freaking money for that? Right, yeah. yeah. You know, or watch Amazing One. Actually, I, I will say, I will, I'm one of the weird people that really liked... I liked <clears> all the Spider-Man... But I, I, I really liked the first Amazing. I thought the second Amazing was okay. Yeah, it had yeah. problems. Yeah, I still like all the Spider-Man movies. And I will, I, I can also go on record here. Uh, this was my favorite. This though. is my second favorite Spider-Man. I really, really liked Andrew Garfield. I, I thought that he was nigh on perfect as... Spider-Man. I think he was a good Spider-Man, but I didn't like him as much as Peter Parker, and I still got to go with Tom Holland for best overall Spider-Man slash Peter Parker performance. Yeah, he did. I think he did. He did. He was. If you're limiting it to just Spider-Man, then I could see how that's debatable. But if you're talking about the overall picture of both halves, I still got to go with Tom. Are you you familiar with the movie The Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Yeah, we've got the curious case of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. McGuire is (laughs) college Peter, and then we got older high school, and then now we've got early high school. So the next reboot, he'll be in grade school. Yeah, Yeah, because you know it's just going to be another Spider-Man. Baby Spider-Man, Jim Marvel. But uh, yeah, it it just though a lot of things I think people have problems with are things that you know are throwbacks. Yeah. To an older Spider-Man, you know, to a, a 70s level Spider-Man where, you know, everybody's aunt was old because, you know, the parents couldn't afford to have kids until they were, you know, 90. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was just one of those things of, it was, it was things that I, th- I don't think Stan Lee was thinking about because when he, when they, you know, come up with Spider-Man, it's like, he's got to have this, you know, I can almost see Stan Lee go, let's give him an elderly aunt that can get 
taken hostage for sometimes. Yeah, that was supposed, he was supposed to be, she was taking care of him, and she was supposed to be his Lois Lane, someone who was always getting in trouble, couldn't take care of herself. Right, right exactly. She had multiple roles she had to fill, so she had to be old, she had to be unable to take care of herself, Right, mm-hmm. and she also had to be the mother figure. So yeah. This is what I really yeah. liked about the Mercy that Lady Younger, <laughs> is that she felt like she was her own person who had agency. She wasn't just a trope machine. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. there to dispense ham-fisted wisdom like in the Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi Spider-Man's where it's like, oh, let me give you a soliloquy about responsibility and becoming a man. And it's like, no. She's just a person who kind of got, was a kind of a hellraiser when she was a kid. And like, she has personality and snark and stuff, but it's yeah. not like she's trying too hard to be the cool aunt. She just is who she is. Is and that comes across. Yeah, you have yeah. to admit though, the McGuire Aunt May was awesome. She was great. So, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not saying when Doc Ock has that little dagger behind him that comes out. And she says, "How dare you? Or uh, you should be ashamed." Listen, I'm not saying the performance. I'm just saying the writing. Yeah, but Sally Field yeah, and Garfield. In the Garfield she did a great job. It's just the writing. Amazing yes. job. But and this, but you know, this this update required someone like because yeah. Marissa Tomei has never been able to. To be cast as someone without that agency, I mean, yep. all the way from the beginning in you know in uh, my cousin Vinny. Oh God, that was so good. You know, <laughs> what's funny is I just uh, a little bit before uh, you came to get me earlier, mm-hmm. I was reading an interview with her. Uh, she did not know how old Amy was supposed to be before she accepted the role. Yeah, and did not know until after actually doing the part. She didn't research yeah. the role at all. Right, and it's not like they, they're portraying her as a teenager. No, well, you know they're, they're portraying she's, her as a, you know as as a she's like forty. Yeah, she, she's you know, just she, a hot forty. Yeah, she's like a, a woman who you know who would be of an age to have a kid Peter's age. Yeah, which Aunt May, when you think about it, yeah, unless it his, makes sense. His, unless the brothers or your mothers or whatever were born thirty years apart. Yeah, <laughs> she's know. not even she's not even related to Peter by blood. She yeah. married Ben, right? Right, whose brother. Yeah. Aunt May is yeah. an honorific title. Yeah. Well, no, she, that would still be his aunt, you know. Um, yeah. But still, it's one of those things of, you know, because you don't have an aunt in law. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, whoever. This is you, my aunt in law. Yeah, you see, that just doesn't come off the tongue. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, she's, she's of the right age. Yeah to be where she is and I think that's something that Marvel I think broke with the trope machine you know they <laughs> you know um, because for, for one another thing that Aunt May was a constant source of was a drain of money because Aunt May always had health problems yes right because she was frail and old right you know so he always had a device to keep him yeah, I need one more day yeah <laughs> <laughs> they should throw something at you just bringing that up. Oh, God, yes, I'm traumatized. Yeah. Something always hated about reading Spider-Man was he always had to juggle hero, school, and work, and a social life. Yeah, but that no was... No one could do that. Yeah, that was his appeal. Well, I don't know, the Power Rangers. <laughs> they didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, they volunteered a lot of time at the juice bar, though. <laughs> they, they pretended to. It's like, yeah, we're here. Oh, we gotta go. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean that that was actually originally his appeal. Was you oh, know, know, know but it was unrealistic. It got to be a parody mm-hmm. of itself. Yeah. Uh, I mean the job became something he could sometimes do because yeah, he could just like set up a camera and just hope he gets the right angle. Yeah. Well yeah, and they make a point of that in you know in the in the comics. But I'm glad that didn't we didn't get there. Um, he's not old enough for it to be a factory. I mean and yeah. the, 
they, they do they like kind of covered the money thing with these the uh, well like I, that's kind of getting into spoiler things so that could wait well the but intern. there is interestingness um, I don't think it's really much of, but I don't know if it's a spoiler oh it was brought up in Civil War the Stark internship yeah well no I was going to say actually that <laughs> yeah. was what I was going to say um, he was making web fluid in chemistry class <laughs> yeah that, that's yeah that's not too spoilerific because uh, that's originally where Peter did it but yeah and, and um, he's got this drawer with a beaker in it and every yeah. time again he dumps chemicals in it 2.0 3.0 that was yeah um, and you know but it's it was even this the thing is is I think what made it uh, what made it unrealistic originally was that originally Peter didn't have a lot of negative consequences yeah. Whereas, and and in the original Spider-Man, the Maguire, and uh, the Garfield Spider-Man, he really got out of a lot of the socially embarrassing consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, there was the college. Oh, but then I get my shit together and you know put my glasses on in the Doc Ock you know version and. You know. I can just montage my way back to better grades. Yes, you know, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, just montage. You know, exactly. There, there was always the Garfield one didn't even really cover the fact that he was working. They glossed over a lot of that. Yeah, they emailed. They showed him emailing pictures and saying, "I think you're wrong about Spider-Man." Then he gets a response of Jameson in all caps, "Wrong." <laughs> and that wrong. Was it. Yeah. And yeah. I heard it in J.K. Simmons' voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. J.K. Simmons is the perfect uh, oh, J. Yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really top that. You can't top him. But yeah, yeah I, I that's think why they, I hope he never goes back to photography in the movies because I don't ever want them to recast that character. Yeah, right. you know, they could still cast you know J.K. Simmons. No, he's, no they can't. He's, he's yeah. working for DC now. Yeah, and there's, uh, a, there's an exclusive. Marvel has a specific clause in their contracts right now that they can't work for DC while working for them. Yeah, uh, that's a shame. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think overall, I mean, to work under a pseudonym. Then what I yeah, love yeah, is yeah. that uh, this one he got Peter's life right. Yeah, this, screwed this up. Movie felt like yeah. the comics I grew up reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Without some of the unrealistic, you know, yes. sides of things, it felt authentic. It fixed the yeah. stuff that I had problems with from when I was growing up reading it. Yeah, but still felt like the mm-hmm. essence of it's, you know, no matter what Peter did, it felt like the world was out to get him. It's like even when he wins, he loses. Yes. right? Yeah. which is a recurring yeah. theme of the relatable. Yeah. Every, yeah. every man, every kid, you know, <laughs> yeah. hero. Yeah, that's that's, that's his, his base appeal. And that's like, really I feel like we're really flirting with t- with spoilers a lot here. Well, no, this is the core of Spider Man. This is just vague. Core Spider Man, and you know, I think really that has to be the ultimate Spider Man adjective. The relatable Spider Man, right? Yeah, exactly. Because he is the he is the Marvel every man. Um. You know, and we don't. He's the perfect. Uh, he's the perfect street level hero. He pretty really much is. He really which is, is funny and because funny he that he is so level. frequently gets involved in galactic level bullshit. Yeah, and still, well, when a hero becomes that popular by yeah. necessity, that you've got to appear in everything. every fucking crossover. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> he is it is. the friendly neighborhood. Um, yeah, a couple of other things that I thought that, that I'd like to bring up before we get into spoiler land. Spoiler land. Um, other pieces. Oh my God! Michael Keaton was such great casting. Oh yeah. God! Amazing. Yes, Ray Michael Phil. Keaton just knocks it out of the freaking nails. I like that Marvel is crew. learning to not kill villains. Yes, but we'll get to that in spoiler territory yeah. because we need to let people know who survives because not all the villains survive, but they're not. But they're not killing yeah, every sort of. And yes and no. 
It's complicated. We'll talk yeah, about it. It's complicated. It gets complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. like to take a moment to point out, isn't it great that he played Batman and he played Birdman and now he's the Vulture? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of some nice synergy there. Yeah. What's him with Not that Birdman. Okay, this, okay. this isn't a spoiler <laughs> because it's from the trailer and I just thought it was somebody uh, took a screen cap of the conversation from the car where he, the line of, yeah. if you mess with me, uh, I'll, I'll kill you. Right. And it's where he's leaning back, so he's looking at Peter from behind mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the car, and he says, "If you mess with me, I'll kill you." And it shows Peter's face, like how, and his hand is holding up a picture of him as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, but there's, there's, yeah, he just and that talk about a, a twist I did not see coming. Um, anyways, um, yeah. spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, there's spoilers, uh, darling. Spoilers, <laughs> darling. Um, spoilers. I loved this something that is often done wrong with the vulture, whether it's comic, cartoon, and this is the first time he's been done in live action. I was amazed. I loved his suit. Yeah. Yeah, yes. the suit was really good. The suit was fucking I gotta say, I like, I gotta say, I also really like the fact that they didn't do the classic comic book vulture, which is man who yeah. is super old and must suck the, and must suck the youth out of people with special. That powers. actually wasn't the comics. That was just the animated series. Yeah, yeah in the, the comics, uh, in the comics, yeah. Adrian Toomes was just an old guy who was stooped. You know, and I, you know, but yeah, I like that they was think, old and bitter. That was yeah, really that was, that was and really he just good. had a bird suit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like. Yeah. I well, like the. A lot of my growing up with Spider Man was the was the nineties yeah. animated show. The nineties right. animated Which show established a lot of fan base for yeah. or knowledge for a lot of kids. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is though, I like that they went with because first of all, they never called him the Vulture. Right. Nope. They never did. The guy in the bird choice. suit. The guy in the bird suit. Yeah, the bird man, whatever. You know, um, but more importantly, I like the throwbacks to the original Vulture costume. Because mm-hmm. uh, he has the jacket with that, with that right, white yeah, fluffy bomber thing. Jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, white, the bomber jacket. Yeah, the yeah. With the, with the fringe. Yeah, with, yeah, the, fringe. with, the, with the, yeah. the woolly, you know. And then his hair is Matt white. Macklemore would be proud of his fringe game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> and he had uh, the boots that had the talons to, to mimic right. bird's talons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was awesome. Um, and, and you know they they whited his hair. You know they made his hair really light. And there were times in there I was going, yes, that looks like it the was, comics vulture. It was really yeah. I think that's a, this really is a textbook. Long. This is a textbook example. If every if anyone wants to understand, okay, how do you get the how do you get the like. The theme, the style, the aesthetic, without duplicating it from a comic. How do you take it from the comic and put it on the screen? That's it, right there. It's a 101 class of how to do that. Is what they did right. with the Vulture costume. Yeah. It's great. Well, because it's when the great. when you look at the original Vulture costume, he was okay. Oh, first of all, he was silly. a dude in green, you know, with the fringe around his neck to look like a vulture. It's a little too on the nose. Yeah, the exactly. Theme. And they took the, what was unique about that because. How many characters can you throw green on and then cut, you know, you take that and you put black, you know, black stripes down it and you've got, uh, you've got Banshee. Well, and they had the kind of like NVG green in the eyes to kind of get some of that green. Yeah, yeah. that was, and that was, was menacing at the same time. It was menacing at the same time in a well, that, And it was an Iron Man throw in. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, because it was, it, was it was a perfect way. I wish they had figured out to do that with the Green Goblin in the in the original Tobey Maguire well, movies. There was a screen test Instead released of, the, of an alternate mask for uh-huh. uh, Defoe. Instead of having the Power Rangers looking yeah. Yeah. thing that they did, they actually had Dumbass an animatronic 
that looked just like his face in the comics where the eyes actually moved the mouth moved and it was like comic picture perfect and hmm. for, they just decided not to use it they yeah it was too complicated well, the thing with the green goblin was that it was always he always had the mask over his face anyways yeah it, but vulture you always saw his face um, but I, I liked all the things that they did with it. Yeah. Um, the, and the casting in general only, just was so yeah, yeah. really yeah. spot on. He never really talked while wearing it, except to give a couple of commands. And then whenever right. Keaton was actually performing, he was out of it, and that was when he was doing his best anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and the other thing is, is that they made the vulture relatable. We'll cover why. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we can get more detail in the spoiler half, but. But he wasn't just a villain for the sake of being a villain. There yes. was the reason behind it. And I also think it's, it's it kind of goes with the whole theme of like collateral damage from Iron Man, the Avengers, and like unintended consequences, and like the tech and all that. Like, yeah. it, there's always Which, this ripple effect yeah. of things that happen after these big epic battles take place. You know? Yeah, and and, they, and they're building they're building so much off of what happened in Avengers and Avengers Two, and yeah. uh, you know, it's just like and. Yeah, this is another thing that I liked. Uh, doesn't have. It doesn't really. It's not really a spoiler. Is you know, um, was it? Uh, um, uh, fuck Mary Kill. You know. Oh yeah. They called it FMK. FMK. But everyone knew what they were talking. Yeah. Yep. F, you know, F Thor, Mary. You know what? Uh, was it? Uh, uh, Mary Cat. Mary Cat and Kill Hulk. And Kill Hulk, yeah. But I mean that's pretty that's it's easier said than done. I would yeah. like to point something out, by the way. <laughs> uh-huh. There was the single best piece of casting, I think, in the entire movie. Mr. Omar Capra, who was billed in the credits as Yeah Spider-Man guy. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the trailer too. Yeah, I know. On, on the very yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. And, and I saw it in the credits, which is why oh, I had to yeah. bring it up now. Yeah. Yeah. Literally in the credits and on IMDb. Yeah, Spider-Man. Guy. His his character name is Yeah, Spider-Man guy. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man. Right. Well, and, and they and they they do. And, and this is again more. I don't know if this is something for more for spoiler territory. But they well, don't montage. They don't montage Peter learning to be Spider-Man. Right, and they also yeah. skip the origin because everyone knows what the deal is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's mentioned. And I like we'll go it. into that yeah. more later and too. You let Uncle Ben take five, okay? He doesn't yeah. get shot He's again. Shot the yeah. Leave the guy yeah. alone. I, I, yeah. I was, the, uh, the origin and Uncle Ben all gets referenced <laughs> and then left alone. Right. Yeah. I was reminded of the of of, uh, of a meme that went around. Of uh, the guy who played Uncle Ben in, in the in the Raimi yeah. mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies, saying, "Please stop!" With, with just the caption, "Please stop rebooting Spider-Man." <laughs> I'm sick of getting shot. <laughs> they don't even utter the words "Uncle Ben." Yeah. Yeah, it's just your uncle. Yeah, but you know, it just again, I I, I like that they you know that he's he's still Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. They did a really good job of of. Making this Peter Parker, Peter Parker. Yeah, but even when he's Spider-Man, he's still Peter Parker. Right. Yes. And, and, yeah, I and, feel like there's a bit of a disconnect in some of the like in the in the Raimi movies. Like mm-hmm. it was just kind of like it was a completely different person almost with like the delivery and of course not being able to you know without having the expressive eyes and stuff they were kind of limited a bit by the effects of the time. 
But yeah, I just felt like... See, well, I see, I think Garfield did a real good job by using body language. He did, he did. To, you know, to... Well, part to of that was also, a lot of times in the comics, Peter and Spider-Man were two totally different people. Because when he was right. Peter... He didn't feel like he could be himself. Right. Yeah. When he, he was, put on the mask. Right. No one knew who he was, so he could do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants. Yeah. Gain the confidence. Yeah. I always liked why he quit more. Right. I always liked the interpretation uh, from the Ultimate Comics universe, which is the reason he quits so hard he's is because he's, he's terrified. He's scared out of his. He's scared well, shitless, it's little, and it's a coping mechanism. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. too. Yeah, I think it's a little. It's like yeah. that's one of the things I like most about. <laughs> Andrew Garfield's performance is his whole fight with the lizard, mm-hmm. especially in the school. He's like quipping left and right, and I know it's because like this guy's gonna eat me. Yeah, well, <laughs> and as my and, and Amazing Gar- Spider-Man with the Garfield has my favorite little scene during his "I'm Spider-Man" montage. Oh no, no, please! And then you discovered my one true weakness: small, small knives. knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was great. You know, it was like that's too easy. Oh yeah, just like. But yeah, it, um, that's that's maybe my favorite line that I've ever seen that I've ever gotten from from a Spider-Man movie. Right. That was the thing that that was, that, that was one of the funniest scenes. Um, yeah. Probably the best scene, even still. Uh, even after this movie, this is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Still, mm-hmm. this is my favorite movie, but my favorite scene of any Spider-Man movie is still Maguire uh, stopping the train. Yeah, that's an amazing. Yeah, scene. that's really. Yeah. Cool. It's hard to top until they take off the mask. It's like he's just a kid. It's like he's like he's he looks like, years he's old. like twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, well no, at that time he was like thirty yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was in his thirties when he made. Yeah, it. I think he was about thirty because he was thirty-two when Spider-Man Three was. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So, but yeah. He, I was like, I, no, I, he's I, not a kid. I'm sorry, he's a grown-ass man. But still, yeah, but that scene of him giving his all to stop that train. Yeah, it was a great scene. Well, yeah. I don't know. The, the fairy is a pretty good scene, too. It, it was good, but... That's yeah. the, and that's not giving anything away it because it was in the damn yeah. trailer. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, um, and... The train, I still think, yeah. hopped that. Okay. That was still... In any case, we talked for half an hour without getting to spoilers. Wow, I say, that's, a, that's a record yeah. for us. I say maybe we should get there spoilers now. There is a scene now. in Homecoming that topped the fairy, and we will get to it. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. So, I, think, right. I, think we, yeah. I think we're on the same page there. Let's so, cue the music. Yeah, spoilers. So, funny story. Originally, we were going to use the really kick-ass, uh, you know, Spider-Man theme remix that was the opening uh, Marvel thing uh, logo. And we did for like the first day until the copyright bots got to us. And then I realized, um, while preparing to file a counterclaim on it, that honestly, it wasn't actually fair use. So, will you get this edited version now with... More music from Kevin McLeod. But it's pretty much over now. In fact, it's over right. Alright, and we are back. Um, so, if the music from the trailer, which, or not from the trailer, but from the soundtrack, is not a good indication, we're going to spoiler territory, territory now. <laughs> and you want a word for a living, believe me, it gets worse. <laughs> Alright, everybody, we're going to have a really good show. Um... <laughs> In any case, uh, so if you have not seen this movie, 
Uh, the last thing I will say before getting into spoilers is you should probably see this movie. Yeah, go see um, the movie. Yeah, stop. Go see the movie. I will say it is definitely my favorite Spider-Man movie I've seen so far. It just doesn't have my favorite Spider-Man in it. It broke... Um, and I, I have a reason for that. It broke Wonder Woman and Deadpool's record for Thursday previews. I was there. And it made over $117 million this weekend. By the way, cool thing at our local theater, they're doing signed seating now, so you don't have to get in. Yeah. You don't have to go and, and line up. For the that IMAX. Was nice. Yeah, for the IMAX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Signed seating. For the IMAX, sure. I, we just bought tickets. Although they, their graphic is not accurate it is, for the it, it is, in fact, shifted to the right by three seats. Yeah. So I discovered this the hard seats. way. So, mm-hmm. okay. First of all, I think you're right. It does not have your favorite Spider-Man in it. And this is something Wookie and I were talking about, because for most of the movie, he wasn't Spider-Man. He was Peter Parker in a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, we discussed this on the way here, because he didn't actually become Spider-Man until a specific part of the movie. He didn't own the name Spider-Man. Until Pete lost the suit and... He didn't own it The moment all that rubble was on him, and he was yelling for help and saying, I can't do this, and then he saw his reflection, and he was going... Come on, Peter! Come on, Peter! And then he stopped for a moment, and then he finally called himself Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's when he actually became Spider-Man. And when he did one of the iconic things that Spider-Man does all the time, which is call on strength he didn't know. He yeah, had. which is yeah. which is be stronger than he thinks he is. Yeah, and yeah. That, that scene right there is actually taken right out of a cover of one of his actual comics. Yeah. And he comic throws a cover. freaking factory-size HVAC unit yeah. off of himself. Yeah. That is. Well, and a roof. Yeah, that is multiple tons of uh, material. There is a yeah. comic cover. You can actually Google Spider-Man with rubble on top of him, and you'll see him with a bunch of rubble and water pouring on him. And mm-hmm. it'll be practically the exact same frame of Tom Holland from that scene. While we're, I, while we're talking about that scene, I first of all... Spider-Man I, with rubble on top of him. <laughs> I love the movie. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie, and Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man as well. Um... But there are only a, t- a couple tiny quibbles, and that was one of my quibbles. Was in that scene where he looks in the reflection, and all that, and you hear that little reflection, that little repeat of Tony Stark's words about if you're nothing without the suit, you don't, uh, yeah, you don't you deserve it. With great power should, comes great responsibility. You shouldn't have it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the fact that that was in there. It's the fact that they echoed it like we're idiots that don't get the subtext. It's yeah. like yeah, you don't have to be that ham-fisted. You don't have to actually play back the audio from before. We get it. Mm. I mean, yeah. for God's sakes, we're looking at the reflection of him in the wire. I will say it, this. But not the common, the common viewer may not. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, you're, uh, I think even just an average yeah. viewer is going to so get this. So the twist that you didn't see coming, I did by, uh, by about, um, about half a minute. See, I, Once he <laughs> asked her out, I was like, holy shit, the vultures hit her dad. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I didn't see I didn't I see saw it. it. No, actually, I saw it. Because I saw it coming right about the time, you know, right before he opened the door. Because he comes up, knocks on the door, you know, and the house is dark, mm-hmm. and the music takes that strange little right. minor... The foreshadowing. Yeah, that little yeah. strange little minor <laughs> key, and then... Eh, you know, going... <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was thinking also, is like, he was, you know, all this had happened right before, and he had just, you know, recently thwarted things. It was like... Okay, I can see him maybe, you know, this is right after the fairy scene, mm-hmm. you know, and then the, the, the only montage in the movie, you know, where he did montage his life back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but 
even then, even without the suit, you know, he still, you know, was slightly rebellious. But yeah, when then when he opened, it's like it's almost the second floor is like, fuck the the vulture's gonna open the door. The vulture's going to open the door. This is too. <laughs> We're about to do a plot twist. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, but up until that point, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it until he asked her out, and I was like, okay, so we're we're, we're approaching the final act. There's going to be a homecoming yeah, dance. Muddy, How are they going to muddy these? Oh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering it because there was a uh, information leak that I'm wondering if it was intentional by Marvel that Michelle. Was supposed to be Vulture's daughter. Yeah, there's some rumors swirling around about. Yeah, that. and I, I can see them doing that to to misguide. And the thing is, is I liked Michelle. I really did I like her character. Yeah, she was yeah I, lo- I love the character. I don't, and and I'm glad that they dispelled the idea that she is that MJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, she is. That was another know. quibble I had was that served no purpose. Yeah, I think at the end where she's like, oh, but that, it's on MJ. Wink, yeah. wink. It was that, like, what that is that? Was, was, just was a joke. That was, that was just stupid. complete fan baiting. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, and, and it was. I and no, it was. It was totally on purpose to get all all the all the fan wanks who are going to go see it on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, to get up on their blogs on Friday morning and say, "Oh my God, MJ's not a white redhead." Yeah. 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 This is and which, create <clears throat> buzz. I wouldn't yeah. care if she wasn't. No, I yeah, wouldn't I care, care either. either. Yeah, Although I, mean, I would like her to be a redhead because redheads are hot. <laughs> well, it is a pretty uh, iconic association. I mean, if they decided to make her name not Mary Jane, if that was going to be the Mary Jane of that universe, yeah. fine. Yeah, I because like she's she is. Well, look at Ned Leeds. Like, like that is not your traditional Ned Leeds. No, they took that's like, a, they, three or four different. They did a lot Neds. of Ultimate stuff in there. Yeah, they took but three I, I, different universe Ned, three or four different Neds. And guy in the chair. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of amalgams. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and Guy in the Chair. That was that was, a that great was so I fucking dead on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that is you know if what that are you is, doing looking at. <laughs> Porn? <laughs> I was just going, oh shit, the one thing that they would expect him to be doing, expect him to lie about, and he's lying about lying. Okay. You're attending a science academy. There are so many things that you could say that they would believe, playing World of Warcraft, doing homework, writing a video game, playing another video game. He was on hacking. the spot, that's all I could think of. Yeah, hacking, yeah. Ha- oh yeah, and, and uh, um, Hacking the NSA. Yeah, oh, shit, hacking school. Uh, I'm hacking into the Avengers making frame. <laughs> right, you know. Now that actually kind of would would have been interesting because I, I, I kind of would have liked to say, I'm hacking into the Avengers communication network. I want to talk to Tony Stark. Yeah, uh, that was funny. But yeah, and then I love that they made the references all the way through to Moving Day and that high altitude thing that he didn't want to do. You know? And now I see why yeah. he didn't want to do it originally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? By the way, anyone else of the, of the opinion that once again... The fault lies fully on Tony motherfucking Stark. We were saying that too on the way here. That if all yeah. he, Tony and Happy had just listened to Peter or yeah. acknowledged, the thing is, is that Tony did listen. Right. Tony knew he partially listened. And if he had said, "Okay, I called the FBI about your bird guy," and if Peter said no, the FBI would not be able to handle this guy. Right. Yeah. Because the yeah. very thing could have also. Been I'm sorry, the, but the super suit is recording. Everything that it sees. Yeah. Tony Stark has more money than God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has and he has he has a virtual assistant to sort through that shit for yes. him. Right. He can literally 
Friday could like, be going out. Because, because that was Friday in Spider-Man's head, too. Yeah. No, that was Karen. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it was always... totally different AI, different voice. Anyhow. Yeah, yeah so Anyhow. some but AI still. of his would just make, oh, look, Shintari uh, Tech. Yeah. Um, this is actually it's, a serious threat. You should actually yeah, get someone on. It seems on. like not yeah, should not just a few suits. Yeah, shouldn't a few Karen, should, agents. Yeah, shouldn't Karen have said by the you know shouldn't Karen have just like sent an email to Tony being by the way the by the way Peter just uh, just diffused a, a Chitari power source yeah. Yeah. at the uh, at the Washington Monument right. and he yeah. knows where it came from because I was fucking say, there. Wasn't damage control there? Uh, at the mon at the Washington Monument, after, yeah. Mean, after things got damaged, yeah, they were there for damage control. Okay, so Tony is part of the Department of D Damage Control. <laughs> he like, set it up. He helped create it. Actually, yeah, but still, the, as an Avenger, well, as the you know primary Avenger, he would be in the loop. Though. He would be in the he would have been yeah. in the loop. They would have told her yeah. because they the reason they were there would have to have been because they knew it was a, it was alien tech or something like that. Right. And once they got yeah. their hands a hold of it, so. Yeah. Again, basically, this, this is the same thing I said of why the Sokovia Accords is all bullshit. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that they blamed on the Avengers... Was on Tony! A lot of it was on... Well, not just on Tony, but a lot of the stuff that's blamed on the Avengers is really somebody else's fault. Yeah. Right. I mean, Ultron was on Tony. Tony. Yes. Because, yes. uh, basically, in Age of, Age of Ultron, uh, Ross pulled up all these videos of the different thing. like there was the Battle of New York which was S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fault for messing with the cube yeah. right well that would have and I also, think that would have um, and also Loki yeah that's the thing that's... everything that the Avengers had done up until that point uh, and then they also said the Tesseract uh, for for Captain America Winter Soldier well they didn't bring that up in Age of Ultron they brought it up in, in Civil War I just rewatched Civil War recently they did. They talked about New York, Washington oh, D.C., and yeah. wherever the place was. Yeah, they brought up the, they brought up the Battle of New York, and then they brought up um, Washington, which was the um, yeah the helicarriers, the, the new helicarriers crashing, which was Hydra being found out having that was Shield's yeah, problem for getting infiltrated. Yeah, that was exactly. the government's problem. That was again the very the guys Avengers. that screwed everything up and were about to drop a nuke on New York or lecturing them about collateral damage. No, it wasn't yeah. dropping a nuke. They were about to fire a weapon that would have killed billions no, no, no. of people. No, no, no. What I'm saying yeah. is in the, during the incident they tried to nuke New York. Yes. And ironically Tony was the one New York. stopped it with yes. his own hands. And then the Wa the Washington incident in uh, in Winter Soldier Yeah. Hydra was about to fire a weapon that was going to kill anyone who their algorithm said was going to be a potential threat even at some point in the future. Yeah. yeah, and one of them was like Stephen Strange while he was still a freaking doctor. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's but so, yeah, the Avengers, Avengers has stuff. always been a reactionary force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and, I mean, and, and they're like you guys have too much power and too much free reign for your own free for your own good. Um bitch, please. Also, yeah. let me point out the only Vision thing it's supposed to be so brilliant, but he has it ass backwards, like you just said. Yeah. They're a reactionary force, but he's saying, oh, well, you guys do things, and then bad things happen because of your power. No, it's the exact opposite. No. They're yeah. reacting to all this crazy yeah. shit. Ultron is the only... They have to assemble, yeah, right? Ultron was the, the only one that yeah. actually was because of something the Avengers did, but it that wasn't the and, Avengers. And, that, and, the, and the, uh, the, initiate, the initiating actual explosion in Sokovia that killed the Wakandan king. And to be fair, that Ultron... Was, no, no, that wasn't the Avengers. Oh, well, I mean, that was... No, that was, that was the Avengers. Uh, but... Okay, that was look Cap's the, team of the Avengers. Yes, but look at the circumstances that that was under. 
A bioweapon would have got A bioweapon was being stolen. Mm-hmm. They were stopping it. Yeah. And a guy who was there set off a bomb up, yeah. that would have killed more people. Right. They caused less deaths than there yes. would have been. Yeah, and, and what that and, and what that was is they were they were valuing certain lives over others. Yeah. Because had she not done that Hundreds of people yeah. would Instead have, of dozens. Yeah, yeah, would have, you know, and it was, mm-hmm. it was at seven people from Wakanda. It was, it was like a few, a couple dozen people. But died. what was the king? No, 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 that was, no, no, that was, that was, that was the, totally different. Summit. That was at the Sokovian Accords. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, I that, need to rewatch that movie again. Because they blamed that on Bucky. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right. Um, that was why. That and was and why. to be fair, blaming that on Bucky, given the information they had, was totally fair. Yes, and then that was later found out to be false. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and that's the thing is the Sokovia Accords are still a thing after the Sokovia Accords. Basically, you have know, been proven to be completely off. Yeah, to yeah. be completely and, and yeah, and the very people who were running the Sokovia Accords were vulnerable to the same kind of problem. And they let yeah, and even Tony agreed. It's wrong. But if we don't agree to it, it's going to get forced on us. Right, and I think I think he even I think, said that in Civil War. If we yeah. don't sign it, they'll force that on us anyway. Or, so. or they'll force something worse on us. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's getting us away from Spider-Man. Well, to tie it back into Spider-Man, there is a great thing throughout the throughout the movie where Captain America would show up in these little PSAs. Hi, I'm <laughs> Captain America, and you could yeah. you could tell. And I, I love how the, uh, the the gym teacher gym was teacher. like, yeah, so this guy's actually like an international fugitive now, but. Whatever. I'm sure he's a war criminal now, yeah. but the state says I have to show these, so whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Plus, and that it, end credit scene. Yeah, the PSA. Yeah. And, and, Hi, I'm Captain America. Here yeah. to talk to you about, about uh, patience. patience. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting for something, you don't know why. Yeah, you're yeah. He's like, patience can be the key to victory. Sometimes it can be, you know, uh, you could, uh, was it, uh, Basically making fun of the viewer for sitting there waiting. Yeah, it's like you, wonder, like, you still, are you sitting there <laughs> wondering why you waited so long for so little? Yeah, it doesn't pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I was like, and the minute he said, and sometimes it, it pays off. It, it's, it, sometimes it pays off. Sometimes you wonder why you waited so long in the first place. I was like, this is all there. This is all it's gonna be. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah. But then I love it. The end. It's like, how many more of these are there? Yeah. <laughs> how many more of these plans? Well, that worked on so many levels. I mean, yeah. first of all, you have the if anyone that has you know um, either served in the military or at least is close with someone who has knows about the whole hurry up and wait boredom of military life when yeah. you're not actually in the war fighting. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then also the fact that you know that he thought his ass was thought out in like five minutes they're like, hey Cap, we need you to do these promos. And he's like, alright, sure. Yeah, I'm and then it was like, Because that was another thing too is a lot of this was like, again, relatable stuff, like relating to the audience about what high school was like and how these all these tropes, like you didn't watch a current movie. Your movie that they played was always from like 10 years ago, 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. So they yeah. had these cat things, which is like a stand-in for the awkward, outdated, like, health yeah. class videos and stuff. Right. Oh, so and, and, and like, Timmy has the clap. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell by the outfit he was wearing. That was done right after the Battle of New York. Or exactly. Right before, yeah. 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 Because yeah. he didn't get that outfit until the Battle of New York. Yeah. And he was, and he was, too, he was still too bright and shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we get cap in... Um, because he got that outfit in yeah. Avengers. And yeah. in, uh, in 
Winter Soldier, he was wearing the he was he was wearing the shield, wearing the shield esque one. Yeah, yeah. well, but the then shield then, one, then, and then his he was wearing the or, he was wearing the Universal Soldier uh, armor for a while. Right. Well, and then and which then, is what he called himself when he wasn't when he didn't have the shield and wasn't going by Captain America. He was just the captain yeah. uh, too. Um, but also, Soldier, he has John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, the uh, he was but in Civil War he was wearing a, a still more tomate oh, more yeah but in Civil War he was wearing a slightly toned down version not quite so bright red white yeah. blue yeah yeah um, which you know makes sense but yeah. it fits the theme you see these PSAs all the way through it's so mm-hmm. good yeah. And getting one at the end there was just was like, <laughs> was like, oh man, this is this is great. Well, also like the whole like how many more are these like even even the ultimate Boy Scout Ernest eager to please guy has a limit. Yeah. Like, that's a nice little touch there. How many more of these? Because, <laughs> and, and it's also, it's he's also got, he's got patience for that stuff already because he's done show business. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's yeah. what I loved about yeah. it. Is yeah. It was a callback yeah. to the very first Cap movie, the first Avenger, where yeah. he was doing the propaganda stuff, it is punching also, out Hitler and all that, you know. Yeah. It is also a very interesting piece of sort of meta-commentary. Um, a lot of people, and myself included to a certain extent, are starting to experience superhero fatigue. Yeah. I will still go and see them because I, they're still good, but I'm like, can I please have a summer blockbuster that isn't Based off of, yeah. um, a better human that isn't based off of a comic book right. or Harry Potter. Yeah, and the answer right now is no. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. We still have two more comic book. Movies. I know, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna go see them because, and I think I'm really gonna like them. Yeah. Well, what, what, else still, what else do we have this year? Uh, Thor. We still have Thor and Justice League. Oh yeah, Justice that's right. It's this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we got Thor, we got Justice League, and then Netflix still has its two. Yeah, it's still got the Defenders and, and uh, Daredevil or no, just Defenders. I think Defenders. Year. is just Defenders. Year. Year. I think Punisher's coming out early next year. Yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure Punisher's next on the docket after mm. the Defenders, um, which I think will be cool. I really like the. But we do also have Star Wars. Yeah. Let's get back on topic here because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I loved how. <laughs> God, there is Michael Keaton was so good. Yeah, he yeah. was. He really was. And his there's too much to talk about. Yeah, it's and, hard to, and it's hard to pin down. Well, let me, let me, his, let me put his it this way. criminal empire was like. I loved how how pretty much everything he was he was preaching was like, um, dudes, be fucking subtle. Yeah. Said the guy in the giant bird suit. <laughs> but nobody knew about him. Yeah. No one Eight had seen years. him. Yeah, yeah. He did that for eight years, and they didn't know he was you know. because he was just barely skimming off the top of the, right. of the tech. Right. And the way that they had it set up, yeah, they would come in, and you, if you look at the way that he did the that phase disruptor thing, yeah, they would jump in, grab what they want. They weren't they weren't killing people. They weren't blowing things up. They were just getting in, taking stuff, and getting out. And they weren't taking the whole shipment. Right. They were just taking a few things. You know, you come back. Enough two, to get by. Yeah, just enough to get by. Well, and, and not even get by. They were still making bank. Well, yeah. Yeah, but well, I mean, you look at the house, by. the tombs get by comfortably, but yeah. they but weren't. Still, yeah. They weren't overdoing it. Right. Yeah. Like and how they, they introduced and killed the shocker. Yeah. 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 And I then, that was, and then that they got another right. one already because you notice the other guy who had the, uh, the who had the who got the shocker. Well, the bearded guy is a guy from the. Uh, one of the animated series who went by the Shocker, mm-hmm. and then the black guy who got the gauntlet is actually Herman Schultz, who was the actual Shocker in the comics. I like, how, and I liked how once he got the glove, he also started going around with the yellow padded sleeves, yes. 
yeah. which I think were supposed yeah. to be like the shock absorbers. For well, they were the insulators too. Yeah, in the, remember in the, the comics, he had the it yeah. looked like quilt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Comic fabric. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was meant to uh, absorb what the gods yeah. did when he used yeah. them. Yeah, and and I like that you know the um, <laughs> yeah I, the the other thing I liked about that was I thought this was the anti-gravity gun. No yeah, because <laughs> he wasn't a killer. Yeah, no, he wasn't yeah. necessarily well, not, a killer. I, well, he fully intended to kill that guy, though. I don't know. I, I don't think he did. did. Well, I think hold he, on, hold on. Let's break it down. He specifically said, "You're right. You are too dangerous to let go." To let go. Right. I don't think he was going to let him go. You think he was going to basically intimidate cool. him into staying in the gang? Eh, uh, I don't know. Or he was going to he was going to lock him up or something. But he didn't. He wasn't. It wasn't that whole. I'm going to kill you. His mind was made up, and he said he was too dangerous to let go. I think that's pretty clear subtext that he intended to kill him. The way I read that scene was, he did that. He crossed a line. He killed one of his own crew in front of his crew, and then realized the gravity of what he did, and goes, "Oh, let's soften it up." Gee, I thought that was the anti gravity gun. I'm not sure. Don't worry, guys. I'm not going to just go psycho and kill any of you at any time. Like, I think he was trying to soften it up after the fact. Toombs has read the Evil Overlord list. He did. He has, yeah. He <laughs> really has. I don't think he intentionally killed him. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think so either. I, I think he was going to beat the crap out of him. Well, how is that going to play out? How would he not just skip skip out at his earliest opportunity after getting thrown around a bit? He's a tough, hardened criminal. He's not going to be like, oh, no, I I don't know what he was planning, but I don't think he intended to just kill him like that. Yeah, I think it would have been one of those things of if you go, you know. But either way, now you're the shocker. You know, he had to be as casual about it as he could. Right. He has to be be in control. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm the shocker. I shock people. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, but... um, Yeah. I I also love how they, they, they show off perfectly... Why Spider-Man stays in New York? Oh yeah, because he gets out of the birds and he doesn't, and he can't do. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Shit, I hate this. And he's running. God, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's lost me. I've got you right where I want you. See, it's not small knives. His true weakness is the suburbs. Yeah. Lack of buildings. Yeah, but um, and I, and I like that you know they did they did the villain the multiple villains right. Because you've got the tinkerer, Mason. He yeah. was the tinkerer, man. He was the one who built, built shit. Yeah. You have the vulture who was the main villain. And you had a couple of, you know, thug-level minions. Yeah, right. but they weren't... But only one of them was the villain of the piece. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's how you do it. Right. You're right. Yeah. That's, why, that, that's why Amazing Spider-Man 2 failed. Mm-hmm. That's why Spider-Man 3 was very sorry. Well, it was... It was Way worse than the other two oh, Spider-Man yeah. Raimi movies, but um, but you know they they did that they did the, the level of the villains right, um, you know it was because, almost the trap that the Dark Knight fell into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dark Knight I feel could have been stronger if it had been two movies. Yeah, uh, but so. um, but I think but um, and they did a good job. This is what I was talking about making uh, the Vulture relatable. Yeah. Reason he'd gotten screwed hard. Yeah, he's an yeah. honest, hardworking man. Yeah, yeah, and, screwed and, by Tony Stark. Well, yeah, and and the thing that I think the thing that I th- think sent him over was the guy said you shouldn't have overextended yourself. Yeah, yeah, he was he was pissed, but he was taking it professionally. He's like all that one comment, right? Yeah, and, and you know, and these, these guys walking in all smug and shit. Yeah, and it's like fuck you. I even was going. 
fuck you steal all that shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I gotta say, whenever, uh, whenever they, later on in the movie, like, towards the end, when he was relating to Peter, like, you know, hey, Tony up in his ivory tower and everything, they don't care about guys like us. The beginning of the movie really helped make that actually work. Because right. you saw it. You saw it happen. And not to mention, we all talked about how, hey, a lot of this could have been avoided if Tony just paid fucking attention. Yeah. And I feel like that really ties it all together because... Tony was like, oh yeah, whatever, some bird thing. Uh, I got more important things. I'm globetrotting and stuff. Send a few FBI guys. No, bitch. You gotta pay attention. <laughs> right? Like, well, and, So I feel like the vultures... Yeah, well, it was actually, Tony's fault and Happy's fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because they, they wanted to babysit the kid. That's yeah. true. And he didn't acknowledge and, that he was... And not just thing. with Peter, too, because like with the whole thing with damage control, the fact that somebody else had the contract to clean up the Tatari mess, mm-hmm. if that was a fact... Mm-hmm. It should have been brought to Tony's attention, right? And Tony should have paid the guy for everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, bought out the contract. My exactly. God. As yeah. opposed to going and saying, "We're the government. Fuck you." Yeah. You know, um, you, you know, we're going to take your income from you with no compensation. Yeah, at the very least, have even, some sort of eminent domain type situation. Exactly, because even eminent domain, yeah, it has to has to. You know, they have buy. to buy. They have to buy your property. Yeah, they have to. They have have fair to, you know, market value. Exactly, yes. fair market value. What what they what is determined to be a fair market value is a joke. But that's beside. Tony was guilty of uh, basically his con- conscience getting conscience getting in the way of everything again. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is it, it's it's a flaw, but it's it's a it's that's what the Sokovia Accord, the Civil War. That's what all of Civil War pretty much. Yeah, was, was just a big Tony, Tony Stark feels con- bad. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, yeah. the Avengers must suffer. Well, see, exactly. there was only one line in there that I think completely redeemed Tony for me. We do this now, or the next thing that comes down the line is going to be worse. Because I think what Tony was saying, you know, to my thinking, he was he's taking a longer view of it. You know, let's let the Scovia Accords happen, let them fuck up on a level that we can we can recover from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's ambiguous. It's, yeah. it's open to interpretation. I can right. see that, but I could also see that being an after the after the fact justification for his guilty conscience when he's pitching also it to true. everyone. And else. I'm pretty sure he's forgiven Cap already. Oh yeah, because well, and, uh, and then, no, right. he's absolutely already forgiven. Because right. Happy was listing the stuff that they were loading onto the plane, yeah. and one of them was the prototype, prototype for Cap's new shield. Prototype of Cap's new shield. Yeah, because the. <laughs> His vibranium shield is government property, so he's right. not going to get it back right. if they need yeah. it. If they yeah. need him, and, and, and I was like, and man, the, I'm expecting the, man, the, the, Thor's magic belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that he couldn't pronounce. I'm it, expecting yeah. Infinity War to have Cap's uh, hard light shield. Mm. Yeah, the one that's cool. com- the one that's completely. I don't know if you guys watch Agents yeah. of Shield, but Coulson has. Something like yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have watched Agents of Shield. I love like that they've turned that hand two. Yeah, into, <laughs> it's awesome. Into into his yeah, fucking utility belt. But it's something that Cap's <laughs> actually had in the comics too. He has this uh, gauntlet that projects an energy version of his shield that yeah. he can still throw. Right, because but, physics. Fuck yeah, physics. <laughs> I love that line in Civil War. That shield doesn't follow the laws yeah, of physics at all. Yeah, and if anybody should know, it's fucking Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, do love how he was how he was certifiably genius. Yeah, he, I mean, he's really smart. And um, way to MacGyver himself out of that vault, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was a, nice, a Texas yeah. Instruments calculator. Oh yeah, that's great. It. Yeah, it's like TI eighty six. Attempt number two hundred and forty three. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, but yeah, how long's it been? 37 minutes. What? <laughs> yeah. oh, I just want to take a moment and point out how that is such a great character study of Peter Parker right there, mm-hmm. because 
it, and of course it was very cleverly shot so it made it feel you felt like you were feeling what he was and it felt like it was at least a few hours and that was yeah. his old, and that was his only training montage too it was right. that was when he learned yeah, you got 547 yeah. is like, I think Mr. Stark may have overdone it a little bit. <laughs> my, my point is about that. Ricochet webs. He essentially oh. bears his soul and is getting relationship advice from an AI within 37 minutes. Yes. Yeah. I was telling Ben. And the AI, like, by the way, was totally falling for him. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, I, was, uh, I was telling Ben, in the comics, he always had those uh, inner monologue. Uh, speech boxes. Right. Yeah. You can't do that in a movie. Oh, yeah, that was the mechanism for it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Karen was a great mechanism for him yeah. to be able to have yeah. that. He has someone he could talk to that's not the audience. He can't right. be Deadpool. He can't talk to the audience. Right, right. right. I love how, um, loved how at the end they gave him, they, they were going to give him the Iron Spider costume. That wasn't the Iron Spider yeah, costume. Technically, it was the Iron Spider. That was Miles Morales' costume. Really? Yeah, the Iron Spider had those things. Was, uh, it had the yeah, gold. it's solid. Yeah. Iron Spider was, was solid red with gold eyes and big gold spider. Right. Oh, okay. The legs could retract, so you wouldn't necessarily always see them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And um, I loved how I was like, this is just test, right? And and, and, and Tony's yeah. like, yeah, of course. You pass. <laughs> and then pass. Pepper pops out. And, and, and everyone's like, and, and anyone who knows Tony's like, this isn't a test. He has 50, he, he really does have like 50 reporters. Yeah, back. Tony's not that subtle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say this, this was the real, the, twi- the real twist of the movie. It wasn't so much that the vulture was uh, Liz's dad. The real twist was, oh, hey, uh, Gwyneth worked out a contract agreement and she's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not expect to see her at all. Yeah, yeah. neither did I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I what like are we going to do with all these people? It says, well, Happy, you got the other thing? Uh, of course. I've had this since 2008. This is 2008, yeah, that's a nice one. Right, that was a nice great. Call out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do I even want the, uh, <laughs> the guy from the arms deal that Peter tried to stop, that he then went back and tried to interrogate Aaron Davis. Oh, the yeah. Donald Glover character? Yeah, yeah. that was uh, the it's, Prowler. It's, it's Troy from, from Community. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, his character in the comics eventually becomes the Prowler. Yeah. He mentions that he has a nephew in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's Miles, Miles Morales. Morales. And then yeah. the suit that Tony tries to give Peter is identical to the suit that Miles Morales wears in the comics. Except, you know, so there's, a, there's a lot of speculation. Well, it's, you know, Tony fied. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if yeah, crazy it's, shit goes down the, with the color, war, the color scheme, some, you know, the way the spider is done, yeah. it's all just like Miles's costume. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that I like that that guy. You know that particular character because he you was had to like, get better at this part of the job. Yeah, but the whole reason he didn't break it was, dude. You know, you said, you know, you said. Wait, wait, you were Giannelli's? Too much bread on the sandwiches. I like. Oh yeah. He admired the fact that he said, "If you're gonna shoot someone, shoot me." Yeah, shoot at me. Yeah, he basically said that was pretty ballsy. That was pretty ballsy. You know, for a girl. I just love it. Oh man, I got ice cream in here. Yeah. Built in two hours. Sorry, man, you're a criminal. Sorry, man, you're a criminal. I'm a criminal. You deserve it. Yeah. Oh man, I got ice cream in here. Yeah. I thought it was when I heard that his name was Aaron Davis, and I remember during the arms deal, he said, "I've got climbing gear in here." He's like, "Really?" I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Well, more importantly, when when he when Peter's doing the thing. on the facial recognition uh-huh. later on, it drops down and has his AKA the problem. That was his okay. alias, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't catch that, but then yeah, I, I didn't. didn't I saw. I'm not actually very Davis, familiar with recent uh, with with recent uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So. Well, I'm aware of who Miles Morales is, but it wasn't Aaron Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware of who Miles Morales is, but 
that's about it. I'm oh. hoping it doesn't mean what I because Miles Morales came around because Peter Parker died. I I think it's worth mentioning. Um, Props to this movie for not having the... Because even Wonder Woman, as great as that is, is guilty of this. The trope of big giant thing in the sky, big cosmic threat that must be ended. It was just a localized thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's because Spider-Man is the enemy of the street-level hero. Right. Yeah. And, and, and he deals with street-level threats. Well, it was... It was a sky, but it was trope a plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is the whole reason behind it was to keep the, those weapons off his streets. Yeah. yeah. But that leads into another thing that we were talking about earlier. They didn't kill the main villain. Right. Yeah. And, and I like that little that little end scene where Tombs didn't give him he didn't right. get Peter up. Either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, at that point, he owes him for his daughter's life and his life. Yeah, right. And, he, and it's also probably a little bit of he wants to get him himself. That too. Oh yeah. yeah. But it probably also. But, is a but little mainly, bit of I think honor. it's because even you know he became a criminal and he is a bad guy and everything, but he's still a guy who has like a yeah. level of respect and loyalty yeah. and honor. To yeah, him. And, and, and then he like. Peter's like, dude, your wingsuit's about to explode, and say, and rips him out of it before he, before he can just die. Right. Yeah, and then go, runs into the fire oh, yeah. after him yeah. and carries him out. I was just going, that's Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. You know, my inner kid was like, you know, he always tries to save ev- the villain. Yeah. No matter how bad. He always they tries are. to save everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing is, the the previous Spider-Man movies. They had a habit of killing off the villain every right. time. Every time. Yeah. Even, I mean, Doc Ock, redeemable, had to die. You know, yeah, uh, like redeemed, Doc Ock has to die. die. Yeah, yeah. Green Goblin, you know, or, or the Hobgoblin, or, you know, whatever. Venom's dead. Yeah. yeah. Venom dies. The Sandman melts. Um, yeah, they're all just gone. The Sandman actually bomb. got away in the movie. Well, he melted. He got away. Well, no, oh, no, kinda, yeah, he's kind of both. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, six to one half dozen the other. Still, you know, um, I mean, it's like and yeah, and uh, guy who ate pie um, dies. James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because let's be honest, in that moment, he was not his character. He was James Franco. <laughs> yes, guy. So good. That was so How's stupid. Oh, oh, that was funny. oh yeah. my god! I have twenty nine un- unread text messages. Sometimes um, I hate my my family. <laughs> but um, you know, is is like yeah, they didn't kill off the main villain. Twenty four minutes left, by the way. Uh, they only killed off one villain, and again, that was that was a oops. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was fair. a joke villain. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a name drop. It wasn't so much an actual full on realized character. Right. You know, there was a one of the animated Spider Man's series. They had a version of the Shocker, and they killed that version, and then had the real Shocker take over. Yeah. yeah, the shocker. Yeah, shocker, shocker. shocker. And then shocker. the guy. Oh, I shocked things with shocker. <laughs> the guy who <laughs> was in the credit scene asking for Spider-Man's identity was the Matt Scorpion. Gargan. Yeah, right. the, the, the Scorpion, which I used to have the comic book that where J. Jonah Jameson financed his career transformation. Right. Oh, and before yeah. we forget, uh, Stanley cameo. I thought that was well done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shoot <laughs> the cars, dude. This is my car, man. <laughs> man. Yeah, and that, that was the other thing. That was another thing that I really loved about it. They didn't training montage this one. Right. So he screwed up in, you know... On the job training. Yeah. I'm all right. 
mid-swing, face plants to the ground. Well, I, I think my favorite bit of that was how, like, he's like, ha-ha, I have thwarted the theft of the bike. Wait, who owns this bike? Yeah, he has no idea what to do, and he just leaves it alone. Does this bike belong to anybody? <laughs> it's not yours, don't steal don't it. steal it, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> not one bike. If not yours, please don't take it. Right. It's and they come full circle with a note at the end where he leaves yeah. it alone. Uh, I love yeah. how it and shows... Your friendly neighborhood spider. Yeah, of course. And that was a throwback to the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would he would leave yeah. notes pinned to back. Yeah, I love how it shows like just the typical things that he does. Like he he stops the the bike theft and yeah. uh-huh. and it shows him giving an old lady directions. And she bought him and a shirt. Bought and she bought him a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I mentioned that. You know, and I don't I know why the, I mentioned the chair. Well, I love <laughs> the, the in the ATM scene. He comes in, looks around, and just like. Um, you know, kind of hesitates, puts his arm up on the door. Yeah, he's like, trying and, to be cool. Trying to be cool. Yeah, like, yeah, this is cool enough. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah. I'm glad the dialogue was different than the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, it comes, it comes full circles. Like, oh, you guys, Avengers, you're so cool. And you know, they're fighting. You like four, you know, punch, punches one guy with the other guy's fist. That was amazing. Wait a uh, second, aren't you Tony Stark? Why do you need money, man? Yeah. Yeah. And then he yeah. hits him with the grab. Guys, like this. Weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you know, it's like, hey, you guys are the real Avengers, you know. Later, you know, later in the fight, but yeah, and but it was also. You think you guys are the real Avengers? <laughs> yeah. And then the guy on the phone, uh, Spider-Man's in the bank fighting the Avengers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. But, and I like that the cat didn't die. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> if the cat had died, I would have just been, oh fuck this movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's something that uh, I I think Andrew Garfield might have done it. Once, but I don't think any of the others. Uh, I don't think McGuire ever did this. But the fact that he pulled the mask up and talked on his phone, I love seeing that in the comics. Right. And the fact that he did that, and then the eyes still worked. Right. Like, yeah, the eyes. The eyes would still adjust while he's talking on his phone. And well, there's so many Ned shots wearing of him it. doing that stuff in the comics. Like, there's one. There's an old Todd McFarlane run when he had. It wasn't the actual symbiote, but he had the black suit. Yeah. Where he was like hanging upside down and he's eating a thing of Dunkin' Donuts and like each finger is using the sticky property to have a donut on it and he's like munching away and like talking on the phone <laughs> and stuff. He's just like chilling out. You know, it's just like yeah. a lazy Sunday for him. Is yeah, hanging yeah, upside ben down. Ben mentioned earlier that he liked it. <laughs> Uh, kiss her, kiss her now. He popped a <laughs> popped a web Peter, cartridge. Tell her how you feel. <laughs> he popped a web cartridge and nearly dropped it. And when he grabbed it, he was standing sideways on the wall. Right. And I mentioned uh, the utility use of his powers that you almost never see. Like when he, right. he climbs into his room and uses his foot to close the window. Right. Just little things that yeah uh, you never yeah. see in any of the previous movies that he does this and yeah. using the web to gently close the door. Yeah, it feels right. more natural. Right. I love how Ned's just been sitting there yeah. quiet the whole that time. That hurt. Yeah. That really hurt me seeing him drop that Death Star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know how much work that was. Yeah. Over oh. 3,000 pieces. Yeah, and that was just the base, man. Uh, it just so, goes yeah. to show, man, you but, cannot keep those Death Stars functional. They just blow up all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you'd think the Empire would get rid of those. But yeah, I, I love, but I love the other thing, the smart thing the way they portrayed it when he's coming into the room he's looking through the room not under you can't see Ned he's right. not looking up yeah yeah well he's not well he's <laughs> well, that's he's, 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 he's looking yeah. I mean he's, he's looking at the door down. trying to make sure I may can't see him right. yeah because he's not expecting someone else to be sitting up. and Ned's right. not a danger so no spider sense right right exactly, exactly. he drops and there was there, there was an article that came out like 
why doesn't Peter Parker seem to have spider sense in this movie? Because it was focused on too much in the other movies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The director said he, he had it, yeah. but they didn't focus on it. The director's well, like, yeah, he probably has spider sense. I mean, you know, he he seems to not get hit pretty well. Yeah. Well, you see, it's a civil war. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do the sight thing where yeah. he like furrows yeah. his brow. You don't have to go. Hand up. It's some yeah. war. Just as you see Ant Man running along the shield, just as you see him get up and start running along the shield, uh, guys, something's wrong. Yeah. And yeah. then he jumps up out of it. Yeah. Well, and then there, there are many times in the movie where he turns his head at the last possible second to see an incoming danger. Right. It was really evident on the plane. Because you know he's you know right. he's on on the plane, wings whipping by. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Oh, Tony, his senses got knocked up to yeah eleven. 11. Yeah. There's no fucking way he could have heard the the vulture coming right. in. He turns right. and then ducks out of the way, and then with the uh, with the wings, which was fucking amazing. <laughs> Tombs, you know that that was another thing. Is like when he first confronts Tombs, he was like. You know, I, I'm you know I'm coming for you, blah blah. You know, and uh, he's. <laughs> I, like, I like how Tombs when, when he gets there, he's like, yeah, I thought you'd probably show up. <gasps> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you show up. Well, oh, by the way, this is a great twist on the old trope: is instead of the villain monologuing and then being defeated, he used the monologue to defeat the hero. Yeah, why are you That's telling me? They put the strip on that shit. He's like, yes. I needed a moment to warm this up. Boom. Yeah, yeah I needed more drops more for to get air. And and I love that he personalized his wings. For her to get airborne, yeah, you know, and and you know, and then he's like, "What do you? Well, they're not in danger. They haven't touched me." Well, I wasn't really trying. <laughs> what? What? And then takes yeah. out the last support beam and drops the entire fucking factory on him. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah, that was just that was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a that was a villain that outwitted. Not to say outsmarted, but outwitted Spider-Man. Well, another interesting well, thing yeah, about that. We, we, yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta get it. Because he's, he's an experience. Spidey's new at this. This is true. Yeah, that's what I was to say, actually. That's what makes it interesting is the Vulture is totally beatable, but Spider-Man hasn't come into his own yet. Whereas yeah. the Vulture's been doing this for eight friggin' years. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the, uh, well, so it makes sense. Like That's what makes it dangerous is he knows his gear, he knows his tactics, how to what he's mm-hmm. going to do inside yeah. and out, and has planned this stuff out, and has made yeah. traps for him. Whereas Spider-Man's still figuring out how to be Spider-Man. Yeah, he has like, a new. He doesn't even have a handle on his abilities fully yet. Yeah, but and I, I love that. Like I said, he, he, Vulture was operating under the radar because he knew that's how it had to happen. Yeah, because yeah. if he if he if he went, aha! Behold, I am the Vulture, and you will all bow before me. No. Yeah, I remember. There's no way he could take on the, the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Even instead, one of them. Yeah, like, instead the, for eight years he's been skimming little bits yeah. off of you know, off of shit and didn't even know what's going geez, on. Jeez. Good God, man! You're worse than I can be. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> By the way, we you know we talked about the whole this like, asshole won't shut up. Yeah, the, the FBI agents not being enough. You know, at that uh, at that meet, at that little sting that went awry. I was thinking to myself, okay, you know, you don't have to do like the whole Avengers for just the Vulture. You could you could easily do like an Ant Man Falcon thing. Except and you can't because both of them. Well, if you're talking about those specific well, actors, no, they're on the other side. Both on the other side. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah, but apparently he, he's in cahoots with Cap if he's helping him out with that shield. Well, no, it's not so much in cahoots with. Is he's preparing. If you'll, if you'll remember, at the end of Cap, uh, at the end of Civil War. Yeah, if you ever need uh, me, call. Yeah, he said, if you ever need me, call me, and gave him a freaking phone. Right. Yeah. And Iron and Tony knows something's coming because of the vision that uh, Thor had. 
No, not that Thor had. Oh, that's part of it, but also because of what Scarlet Witch did to him. Oh, in Age of Ultron, she messed with his head, and he saw a vision of all the Avengers defeated. I thought that was just his worst fear, messing with him like Jonathan Crane style. Like it is, but he knows it's possible. Yeah. And so he's preparing for it. Yeah, because one of the things we saw was that because, iconic image of Cap's shield broken. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that along with what Thor saw because Thor went to because of what Thor saw and had his little spiritual he went, jacuzzi. Yeah, he went and got what he saw verified. From the pool of the norms. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. because the of that excuse for Chris Hemsworth because, because of that verif- while, yeah, so. because of that verification and what Tony saw that was enough for Tony to yeah. go Batman and prepare. That's fair. Yeah, and and Tony, like Batman, is crazy prepared. You know, he is. Yeah, I like I, I liked um, in in the in the Lionsgate animated uh, Iron Man. Lionsgate, by the way, made a number of animated uh, like an hour long uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, they were all really really good. Um, but in the in the Iron Man one. After he breaks out of the Mandarin's place with the, you know, the the made with with scraps in a cave yeah. suit, yeah. Uh, he's talking to Rhodey. He's like, "Yeah, it's just an idea. I've been I've been kicking around." And, they, and he goes into this forge area that has like twenty suits. Yeah, <laughs> just a, just an idea you've been kicking around for a while, huh? Right. <laughs> well, and then um, there's there was another good moment because at, at the ferries uh, at the uh, you know when when, when the ferry gets cut in half before that um, when Iron Man saves him from the pond mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah put a tracker in my suit I put everything, everything in your suit, suit including, including the theater, theater. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so good. yeah that was nice but then you know um, it's like you didn't have to come all the way here you know shows the mechanical dude place. I did yeah I didn't I'm, I mean you know, it's a good thing this place has Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, and then you know Mr. Stark is only real he thinks he's talking to the same. You know, it's like if you were here, you know, if you, if you really, you really, if you, you really cared, you'd be here. And he just steps out. Yeah, like, Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was clever. I, yeah. I liked it. And by the way, while we're on the subject, I one of my my I didn't have the quibbles about like oh I don't know Aunt May is too young or what about this little thing I didn't care about any of that. My main concern was too much too Iron. much Tony Stark, yeah. too much Iron Man because they were scared. Perfect. Just enough. Yeah. And it bears mentioning in the trailer, they I have that little shot of yeah. Spider-Man swinging and Iron Man flying never happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never it was just happens. a marketing thing. Yeah, it was just a marketing shot. Which I'm, you know, I'm willing to bet that uh, you, that Robert Downey Jr. probably had to work for scale on that one, too. Mm, maybe I don't know. I, I doubt s- he got. I, I doubt he got uh, his usual twenty his, million. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's. I mean, that's neither here nor there. But you know, yeah. still at the same. But you know, he, he probably still got like there's there's six. this picture going around the internet of when Tony goes to open the door and Peter thinks he's going for a hug. Yeah, yeah. And it says, "Do you ever stop to think that maybe this is the first uh, fatherly type gesture that Peter's had in a long time?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shame. Well, yeah, and, and oh yeah, we were gonna uh, mention the origin and Uncle Ben right uh, right after Ned finds out. He's like, Dude, how'd you get your powers? A, a spider, a spider bit me. You think it could bite me too? No, it probably <laughs> hurt. But no, that's okay. Is it, am I hurt? No, no, yeah, I'll let it bite me. He said, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead, Jim. And then when he talks about talking to, or letting May, if May knows about it, he's like, she can't know. She's been through too much. And then Ned's eyes just go really wide. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like that just really... You could just tell what he's thinking about Ben dying and everything. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Ben's death is why Peter is so eager to not fail. Yeah. Because he failed already. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Right. They don't have you don't they don't have to tell the audience because the audience knows he failed already. Yeah, everybody knows what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Well, and and then there was I think there was some good stuff with Iron Man though. Tony was like, you know, I wanted to be like you and I wanted you to be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some great back that was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I know? love how Tony has evolved. Yeah. Since Iron Man. Yeah. Oh god, that was. He has had the best character development out of all the characters. He's also had the longest. He's also had the longest time to have an arc. Yes, I yeah. just want to get technical because Cap was frozen for decades. <laughs> <laughs> but he's had more movies to have an arc in. Yeah, true. I actually Iron Man was they both had three movies. Big Mar- yeah, but but, but really, I, I prefer. I actually I actually prefer Cap's arc to his honestly. Him going in there being all bright eyed, bushy tailed, naive, and then being a little too jaded, then kind of finding that balance and. He's, he's had kind of an yeah. interesting, like, yeah. you know... Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how project. they get the Avengers back to, together. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, at this but, point, at this point, if it's a Marvel movie, they know what... If any, if any movie-making franchise has shown me that I can trust them with my stories, with my heroes... That any Marvel movie I'm going to go to is going to be good on its own level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that. That I is... have one problem with these Marvel movies. You have to wait I, too long. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, other than my, my, my superhero fatigue that I'm experiencing, kind of Black <laughs> Panther. They, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. But they, they're going to run into a problem where they want to keep making. Iron Man or Captain America movies and they can't get those actors. Well, they've already said expect a lot of these heroes to die in the Infinity War. Okay. Which is probably why they're doing the whole Miles Morales setup. Well, I don't think Peter's going to die because... Well, I don't think Peter's going to die necessarily. I think what's going to happen is uh, something's going to happen to give Miles his powers. I don't remember how it happened in the comics. Um... in some of the stories, they had him get his powers the same way Peter did, just in a different way, or a different time. Like, same accident, different time. Yeah, different context. Yeah. Uh, but basically, we're going to be witnessing, starting with Civil War, we're going to be witnessing the end of one era of the Avengers yeah. and the start of another they're call, through They're Peter. calling it, like, another phase with Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, we're going to be witnessing yeah. it through Peter. So, yeah. so we Civil War, through watching... Homecoming, we saw the end of it with Homecoming. And then we're going to have Avengers 3 and 4 with Infinity War and whatever they're going to call the fourth one. Infinity War Part 2. No, it's going to have a different title than uh, Infinity Gauntlet. They said they're they're not going to give the official title until after Infinity War is out because it will spoil Ah, Infinity War. Yeah. Interesting. Marvel's 5, everybody dies. Um, And then Spider Man 2 will literally pick up like minutes after. Avengers 4 and will be what Peter's going through right after that Mm. and I'm guessing we're going to get Miles sometime during Infinity War or the fourth Avengers Mm -hmm. okay well um, 
there was one other thing though that I saw in, but I mean, besides the drone, that drone thing was awesome. And the parachute. <laughs> Seven minutes. But yeah. The, but there was one thing that I've been waiting for for how many movies have we had now? This is the sixth Spider-Man movie, right? Is the 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 light? No. Well, well that's who. The fifth full Spider-Man movie. If you can't Civil War, it's sixth appearance. Well, this would be the sixth actual Spider-Man movie made because there were three Raimi and two Amazing. Oh, okay. This one being this, not this would be the act, the sixth yes, actual six. Spider-Man movie yes, made. Correct. The first so, time spider tracer spider tracers have actually been done. Yeah. Yes. Well, three and, three Spider-Man, two Amazing Spider-Man, and then this one is number six. It's yeah. Number six. But either way, either way, this is the first time. The we've first seen. time spider tracers have ever been done. That's a good point. I have been yeah. waiting for those. They didn't do it the way he the, the way he did it in the comics initially, which was they just give off a thing that his spider sense can sense. In the yeah. uh, Animate in the a lot of the comics and the animated yeah, series, yeah, he had the yeah, tracker, it was a little tracker thing. Sometimes right, yeah. it was a spider sense, sometimes it was a tracker. Yeah, and I love that that little montage scene of him and Ned hanging out, hanging and, out, waiting for it to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like the delivery system too. Instead of throwing it, just yeah, off the lips, and it crawled. Yeah, and I liked it, but how Ned had the mask on, and it had been so long that he'd given up caring about it. Like, <laughs> he was just casually wearing his mask, yeah, and he was like, whatever. Peter's yeah. hanging upside down. Yeah. No, no. Hey, it stopped. Yeah. I love Maryland. It. What's yeah. in Maryland? I don't know. Do yeah. they have a lair? Dude, guy with a vulture suit? Bad guys? Of course they have a lair. And I, 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 I liked the, uh, the, 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 the Karen line. Kiss her. Yeah. Kiss her, Peter. Yeah. While he's hanging upside down. Yeah, right. yeah. This now is like your chance, chance, Peter. Kiss her. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. Like, yeah. And then... Ah! <laughs> hey, do you know Peter Parker? <laughs> the voice of Karen was uh, Jennifer Connelly. Right. Who was uh, Betty Ross in the first Hulk movie. Right. And the bad married, one? Yeah, the yeah. bad one. Yes. And, was, and is married to Paul Bettany, who plays Vision. Right. And was the first AI exactly. Jarvis. Yeah, they brought it full circle. The <laughs> yeah. AI. yeah. I actually liked the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk. I did too. Yeah, the Ed Norton I, one was good. I'd like to see Ruffalo get to maybe be in his own Hulk movie at some point as opposed to just showing up in Ragnarok. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to write a Hulk um, movie yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know what, what, all they need to do is instead of doing having him show up in Ragnarok, they should just do World War Hulk. Well, the thing is, is I think when we saw a sustainable Hulk, or Planet Hulk, whatever, it was when called. we saw a sustainable Hulk, it was going all the way back to his roots as a wanderer, and he turns into the Hulk. You know, the, the Bill Bixby, Bill Bixby, Incredible Hulk. We well, you know it's sustainable because yeah. he goes green, right? Exactly. <laughs> he always goes green. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're, no, you're fired. <laughs> I regret nothing. I'm, 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 really, I'm docking your pay. <laughs> I'm really hoping for your own food. <laughs> I'm really hoping that the inner that because of Ragnarok, in in Planet Hulk, um, Hulk learns to be able to actually speak more. Yeah. So I'm hoping after Ragnarok, Hulk actually is able to speak more. <clears throat> and because I want in Infinity Beauty War, God. I want Hulk and Spider Man <laughs> yeah. to actually have some interaction. In the cartoons and the comics, they have some really fun interaction. Yeah, they do. And you know what? Yeah. You know what? It occurs to me is how how floored Peter's going to be when he meets Doctor Strange. He's like, "Holy shit! You do magic! This is so cool!" <laughs> I know. <laughs> as, as psyched as wow. he got about 
the Winter Soldier's arm. Yeah, <laughs> middle, yeah arm. middle arm. That's so, so cool. <laughs> yeah. We do need to wrap things up, everybody. We're running, yeah. we're running short on time. Well, okay. Just one final you know, thoughts. Yeah. this. Final thoughts on my final thoughts on this. Yeah. What a cool time for us to be able to see all these movies. Oh yeah. And and you know and people complain about the diverse cast. I loved it. It's a great cast. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's a school in New York. It's gonna be different. Yeah, yeah. And you you had the four. You had the kid who was from outside the U.S. Well, I'll be honest with you, I didn't I didn't hear any rumblings this time. I think people. I think that has there, there have that been, was one of the complaints about Flash was that he wasn't a all American white boy. Yeah. It was well, I don't think it has boy. to do with being a white boy. I think it has to do but with that being, was one of the, the big physical like prototypical. The they changed his race. Yeah. yeah well. Whatever. Yeah, well, because. Because Whitey's gonna bitch. I know. It's um, 2017 is New York City. Yes. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna go to a, a school in New York City, you know, without having a very diverse group of people. You yeah. know. But I love the movie. I wouldn't change anything about it. I'm yeah. probably gonna go see it again this next week. This I, as soon as I can, I will go see it again. Uh, probably gonna go see it at the Alamo. By the way, I want to go to the Alamo. I will totally. Uh, I, I will totally. Uh, praise that place. I haven't gone yet. Is it pretty good? It's good. Um, I'll save a couple things off the air because um, I do have a couple more reserved thoughts. Then it's worth your money. <laughs> okay. But um, I highly recommend if you have an Alamo Draft House in your area, give them uh, give them some business because the cool thing that they do is they don't just do like your standard movies. They do retros. They do retro films too. Like they just screened two thousand one, like two weeks ago. Wow, okay. Space Good. Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to go see it. But I didn't have any money. I saw recently that they did um, a, I forget what it's called, but it's where you're encouraged to quote the movie. Yeah, they did uh, a talk was, along for the Princess Bride. Yeah, they did one for <laughs> Labyrinth recently. Too. Oh no, you're right. It was Labyrinth. <laughs> Sorry, it's where talking. everyone instead of yeah. instead of shh. You're actually no, encouraged like, to like bring along. Yeah, it's like, yeah. 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 It was You're like, everybody sing along to Dance Magic Dance. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, quote the movie with it, like, yeah. say your favorite lines yeah. with it. Uh, she should have gotten the other way. Yeah. We're taking it right <laughs> to the center. <laughs> uh, anyhow, this has, uh, w- w- next week we will talk about something else. Um, <laughs> we don't know what. We don't know yeah. what. Yeah. TV um, Yeah, Marvel, that as far as I'm concerned, I'm not worried about anything they're doing. They've sold me on everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about their next uh, about their next phase once they have to phase I'll, out their. I will be big worried things. once they make a bad movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. When I have cause to worry, I'll worry. So, final thoughts on this: I would say favorite Spider-Man movie, one of the best Marvel movies. I'm glad that all the all the licensing and corporate agreements, all that BS came together, and this actually yeah. is a thing that happened. Uh, and it deserves its success. And I'm glad yeah. it's not a one and done. We are yes. going to get, an, we're going to get at least another one. Absolutely, and, and also, we are getting at least two more uh, team up movies. Yeah, and I would say now if we could just get the X Men. Like, oh my god! I, I'd say it's worth seeing an IMAX, but the 3D was just okay. I don't. I think saw the, IMAX. Well, I didn't see. 3D. I don't think the here 3D is a big deal in this. Uh, here is my main thought on what to see it in. The 3D was okay, but see. Uh, with any blockbuster, any effects-driven film, you should really try to see it on the best projector you can. The highest, the highest res, the highest quality. That is the episode like 
Um, but yes, I set a timer now. You're playing you off. <laughs> You're playing you off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, highest poly projector you can. Yeah. Because there's so much detail and so much thing. Yeah. Also, yeah, Spider-Man guy. Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that my 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 that that the whole movie was summed up in one line. You are ninety-eight percent successful. What? Ninety-eight <laughs> percent? Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly the whole thing comes apart. I'm just like, yeah. The that's a, that's a metaphor for Peter Parker's life. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think that was yeah. That that's yeah. that's where where Peter was at the you know yep. throughout most of the movie. Ninety-eight percent of the movie, he was ninety-eight percent successful. Yep. And so, I think that's I'm, what I'm makes glad Spider I saw in IMAX for the sole fact of because of the Spider Tracer in IMAX I was able to see enough detail to actually get a good look at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so this has been your friendly neighborhood, Neil Cordray. Spectacular, Mike. The superior Ben Reader. And the adjectiveless Wookiee. <laughs> and uh, next week we will talk to you about other things on Geek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter T and the number 118. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin MacLeod. The interstitial music is Theme from Spider-Man, original TV series, composed by Paul Francis Webster and Robert Bob Harris. Its presence in this podcast is fair use. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us either by donating on our website or on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. Well, they didn't say it in the movie, so I'll say it now. With great power comes great responsibility. It's a good lesson to know.